0: Welcome to Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one bestseller, Sensitivity Is Your Superpower, How to Harness Your Gifts, Fulfill Your Purpose, and Create a Life of Joy. And in case you didn't know, we still have $1,000 worth of bonus gifts for the book. So if you haven't gotten a copy of the book yet, or if you have, you can go to sensitivityisyoursuperpower.com. And be able to download that thousand dollars of bonus gifts of meditations, classes, healing MP3s, and all sorts of fun stuff. So sensitivityisyoursuperpower.com. And you know, my goal in Light Warrior Radio is to help you manifest the life of your dreams, whether that's radiant health, um, great relationships, um, you know, a uh, right livelihood, or just feeling peaceful, calm. Or abundant. So, thank you so much for joining me. And I'm super excited today because uh, my colleague and friend, Dr. Kelly Apicucci, is with us today after I think a year <laughs> of us bugging her <laughs> to see if we can get her back on this podcast. Uh, I'm talking about bone broth all the time, right? So, people ask, You know, who's, I'm like the bone broth lady, like, come on, you know? So during Dr. Kellyanne's Instagram and, you know, talking about bone broth, hashtagging it on Facebook and anybody that knows me well, especially my closest friends here in the Adirondacks, I have, um, you know, Weston A. chapter, sorry, Weston A. Price chapter leader. It was one of my best friends, Kathy Holmeyer, who's all about bone broth. She really helped me before I actually found you. Uh, Dr. Kellyanne, just to, you know, get with the program here, the Bone Broth Program. So today, we're going to be talking about the secret to foundational beauty uh, with Dr. Kellyanne, and um, we're going to talk a lot about Bone Broth, well, we might talk about other things as well, because I'm just so in love with Bone Broth, um, and uh, I, I think this amazing woman needs practically no introduction. She is, you know, multi-best-selling author, a phenom in the Bone Broth, and she's all over... over Instagram. She's a big wig and I'm just happy to know her. You know, I'm just really grateful and that she could, uh, you know, have this time carved out for us. So welcome Dr. Kellyanne. You are awesome. Thank you for being here. Oh, well, I have
1: to tell you, you are such a rock star doctor doing work that many are not bold enough, brave enough, conscious enough to do. So I I have to tell you, I mean, how could I say no to you? When you <laughs> do something but it sounds good. I mean, there's just no way. When somebody is so well intentioned, I
0: mean, how could I be anywhere else? Aw, you're so awesome. Thank you so much. That's really sweet of you to say. Now, I, I got to tell you, one time I was, you know, this is, you know, many, many months ago, I was, um, you know, getting your book out again, The Bone Broth Diet, again, because I was like, okay, I got to, I, I want to get into these recipes again. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, she's got that 10-day belly. guy. I bought that as well, so I we wanted to get into the recipes there. And then I thought my intuitive hit was like, go to her website. So I went to your website, and you published another book. <laughs> yes. And, the, the you know, the Cleanse and Reset, right? I think that was the third one?
1: Yep. Well, I actually yep. had nine books. I did five books with Wiley Publishing before I started with this. I did a book on oh. campus did an exercise. So this is that, that
0: was actually my ninth book. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. So I, of course I had to get that one <laughs> and I got the cleanse and reset, you know, the, the easy, the set that you have, we can talk a little bit about that. Cause it's like this five day. And, uh, and I, at that point I just was like, um, you know what, I, if I don't have to cook <laughs> and I can do this wonderful oh, program, uh, I'm going to get this. So what really was shocking to me, but not, shocking and not shocking, but it was amazing because the first thing you talked about in that Cleansing Reset book was how you like fainted on the airplane floor. Mm-hmm. So would you be willing to share your story about that? And, and there's it's a funny so piece funny. around so your age too, so maybe you can share that piece. Yeah, so funny because, you know, that was pretty
1: prolific for me in such a big moment in time and it really caused, you know, we have we always have these pauses that we should be taking and we should be reflecting. And I was saying yesterday to someone that, you know, life is ebb and flow, but so is our business. So is you know, everything we do in life. We have to expand and contract. That has mm. to be the yin and like yang. Like the breath. Yes, it has to be the ebb and flow. And so what happens to a lot of folks actually when they start to as I call pop or hit a high level of momentum and success is that they're so betrottled. They're so, oh my gosh, they want me. Because you're know, getting out of the ego is close to impossible as, as <laughs> unless you do so much work. And I hadn't done the work yet. And you know, you're just so, oh, they want me and they want me and this show wants me and that show wants me. Wow! You mm-hmm. ain't saying no to nothing. And so <laughs> is, you end up going from thing to thing to thing. That coupled with the fact that a lot of times passion drives you and it drives you into craziness at times when you're just so consumed with passion. And I saw an interview one time where an investor was asked, you know what was the number one thing that they looked for in the people they they chose to invest in, and you would think that passion would be the top of the list, and it was actually the one thing that turned this investor off. And when asked why, he said, "Because passion makes people do crazy things. Passion makes people spend time and money and think when when the pull when the cord needs to be you know pulled." Or if you need to redirect, these overly passionate people, about, you know, they, they are the ones that have the issue. It's got to have a lot of dollars and cents to it. You've got to have a logical piece to it. And I think it was that logical piece to me and my body and my life that I was missing. I was missing that because I became numb. And so I hope that anyone that's listening right now will just do one exercise for DKA. Dr. Kellyanne, they call me DKA. If you just do one exercise, which is stand in in a place every day and when you get up and be very conscious about asking yourself, how do I feel? Just simple, simple question. How Mm. do I feel? Because you can't lose that. You can't lose that numbness whether or not you've had your fourth kid and you're exhausted and you're dragging yourself around or you've become ultimately successful or you're just driven by trying to get to a goal no matter what it is or you're you know, kind of smack between taking your care of your own kids and your parents. You know, you're sandwiched into that you know, caretaking. No matter what your situation is, you have to take the time every single day to plug back and plug into your source power because yes our power, yes. power comes from a communicating with yourselves it comes from plugging into where you need to plug in and having that conversation with yourself by saying okay let's assess how do I feel today am I fatigued am I dehydrated where's my level of energy do I feel any aches and pains whatever your scan is you need to do your own version of the personal scan because you cannot allow yourself to be numb. And so I did, I did, um, and that, resu- that result was me flying on a flight, which I did at least twice a month, which was going from New York to Los Angeles. And this trip actually was Los Angeles and back to New York. And I did this flight at least twice a month. And on top of everything else, running back all over the place, you know. And again, when you had this dream of, you know, oh, you know, your dream, you're watching your dream. You're like in this kayak. Hmm. You're in this weird place where you're in the middle of this tornado. You're like the eye of the the storm. And you're watching all this go around, you know, around you. And this is what you wanted your whole life. And, you know, you're not about to say, no, you're not about to go through that storm. And so what I've learned is that, you know, when I hit rock bottom and when you are pass out on a flight, and so what happened was all of a sudden everything slowed down. I felt really ridiculously bad. I had felt bad all day. And all of a sudden everything started going in slow motion. I started sweating. And I knew what was mm-hmm. happening. I knew it was happening to my blood pressure. I knew it was happening to my rhythms. And I just turned to the woman next to me and I said, hi, I'm Kellyanne. I'm not on any medication and I'm otherwise healthy, but I'm going to pass out. That was the last thing I
0: remember. And You were pretty I was pretty smart to be able to say all that before I passing out.
1: <laughs> I know. It was only cuz I was scared. <laughs> That's the mm. only reason why I did. I didn't want anything funky going into my body or I thought, you know, let me let me just like let them know where I am. And so I ended up in the back of the plane laying down with ice packs all over me. And I heard as I was coming to them say over the loudspeaker, "We have a medical emergency." Uh, Is there a physician on board? Is there a doctor on board? And I literally felt myself laughing. (laughs) uh, So, yeah, and she's, you know, she's flat out on the uh, the back of the plane. And so, you know, then the other thing, and we're talking about a lot about, you know, foundational beauty, and, and, and we'll get to that, but... One of the things that I also remember, and this really isn't to impress anyone, but it, it, it's what can be achieved. I really was at my lowest, but to the naked eye, to the public, you know, you see something different because when they got the manifesto of the, the plane, and I guess they have your details, and one of the things that they must have is your age. And so mm-hmm. they were looking mm-hmm. at my age, on this, and the, I heard them all whisper. There's no possible way this is her. She cannot be this age. (laughs) She cannot be this age. (laughs) That's awesome. And I remember thinking to myself, damn, I still have it. (laughs) That's great. I love that part. That definitely made me feel a little bit better. But uh, the physician that ended up being on the flight, he was an astounding man. He ran an entire uh, department in the hospital uh, where he worked uh in Los Angeles a very prestigious hospital and uh, I happened to be lucky enough to have this unique individual uh, that came mm. to me and at the very end of the flight they had to sit in the last row he sat next to me made sure I was hydrated check my pulse and he turned to me at the end of the flight as we were landing and he said Kellyanne do you know that you were in a very big crisis very big crisis and um, your pulse every, you, it was not good and i want you to hear what i'm saying and i didn't know what to say i was speechless at this time and he said mm-hmm. y- you're really burned out you're mm-hmm. really burned out and if you don't do something i'm afraid for you mm-hmm. and, uh, you know that was kind of my wake-up call and you know it's so funny doc because now i look back on pictures it was so evident i was going down it was so evident i look at pictures my skin my hair my eyes the eyes were the thing it was like a veil was over them like it was so it's so obvious to me when i look back in that moment in time even when i see interviews and stuff i was hanging on by a limb i could see it mm. and so it, you know it came from this space of not tuning in and communicating with myself and you really should make a point to have a relationship with your body. You know, Make sure that you have the right connections and the right relationship with your body because if you don't, it will get the ultimate revenge because remember, you have this whole ecosystem, this whole milieu, this whole unbelievable orchestra happening inside of your body and you really can command it instead of it commanding you. You can command it if you have a relationship with it. And the only way you can do that is by keeping connected. And when you keep connected, you know, you can be this bionic individual that can do so many different things and really have so much abundance in in the world and life. And certainly part of that abundance is having power. And Mm. certain things that we do take our power away. And real beauty comes from real power. And so when women, they they can't get on track with their eating and, you know, they're distraught about it and, you know, they know what they need to do, I simply, you know, divert their attention to what's really happening, which is you understand that when you do that, you're stealing power from yourself. You're stealing your body's power to be bionic. You're letting it function at, at a, as you would call it, at a radiating energy frequency that's not serving. I mean we could do so much good in the world if we were at a fast and clear frequency every single day and mm-hmm. those things that steal that frequency is how we get burnout. So understanding what you teach has a lot to do with burnout prevention. Wow. Wow. Thank you for sharing sharing that. It was terrible. I mean, it was not a fun time. It was, uh, and it causes you to be very reflective and very, and, uh, and really, you know, put things in perspective. So what I realized, what sifted out of that for me was what I had to understand, which is how do you be a tiger in life? Because that's my DNA. That's not going to change. How do you be a tiger in life and not burn yourself out? And you do that by understanding, A, how to communicate with the body, just like you do with food, changing your relationship with food. A lot of people that I've worked with over two decades have had to change their relationship with food. And once you make that paradigm shift, and once you make that pattern interruption, your life really becomes much easier. You, you kind of flow, and everything is about power and grace. How do I flow through life? How do I have the power and grace that it takes to go through life with ease and still be the tiger or whatever it is you want to be? And foundational beauty really comes from harnessing all of this. And you have to recognize that there are certain systems in the body that have to be fed and they have to be uh, nurtured in a certain way for true foundational beauty and a part of them is hard stuff like people shedding nobody you know wants to hear that nobody talks about that in connection it's a good one a bird to beauty but it's true you have to sometimes that's the painful stuff and then also taking time to figure out your traumas Taking the time to figure out your traumas, and these traumas are things that burden us, that burden our energy, that create, uh, you know, we eat our traumas. We eat our discourse. You know, so if, if you can't get on the right eating track, you have to be reflective about, you know, what is it that I have to go in and go in hard and deep? Because little surface stuff doesn't do anything for traumas. It's like a Band-Aid blowing in the wind. It's going to come off. You have to go in and go in deep and know your intention and be focused because it really comes down to how bad you want it, how bad you want that foundational beauty, how badly do you want that power and that ease in life, how bad you want it because you can have it. It's against biological law not to if you mm-hmm. just listen to what your body is asking of you. And part of that, step one of that, is queuing into yourself every morning. And the best way to do that is attach it to something you already do. So if you wake up every morning and you go to the bathroom, as soon as you wake up, attach it to that. Use that time when your feet are on the floor and say, how do I feel today? And mm-hmm. nurture your body because if you knew the network that was going on inside of you, the neurons, the, oh my gosh, the nerves, the communication between your gut and your brain and, It just goes on and on. It's fascinating. And if I tell this to children, it is. And when I tell this to children, when I would teach children, I would say, just think about the things that your body does without you having to ask it to do. Things like your heartbeat, you know, things like digestion. You know, there's a million things that your body does for you all the time. You don't have to ask it. So you need to really relish and treat and just decide that you're going to respect that and you're going to, Forge a relationship with it, and it's one of the most important relationships you're going to have. And you also have to learn, and you know, foundational beauty, also you have to learn how to have this internal doorman in life. You have to cultivate this, this doorman that you have that's very careful about what you let into your field, so to speak. Okay? Right. You can't just let anything into your field. You can't just let anything into your body. You, you know, you can't just eat, it just doesn't work that way. You can do it, no you know, there's no restraints, but if you really want to have this life of, you know, the ultimate power and the ultimate grace, which ultimately, which is foundational beauty, you have to learn these things. So let's talk about your internal milieu. Your inter- internal milieu is something that I learned. Uh, a lot of my studies came from European studies. I studied Swiss medicine. I learned from Dr. Thomas Rao of the Paracelsus Clinic in Switzerland one of the foremost physicians in the world, and what they do and how they heal is incredible. And he taught me a lot about your cells and what goes on outside of your cells, which is the fluid surrounding your cells. This is, again, your internal milieu. That and your actual cells, which, by the way, very important, very important that you feed your body the right raw materials so when your cells turn over, you're regenerating. You're, you're, the newness is youth. The newness is beauty. But you have to feed your cells the right thing for that newness to occur. The, second, you know, the other thing is, is which is a, quite a common term now, which wasn't when I learned about it in 1990, which is your microbiome. So understanding that we we are bags of bugs. We have these bugs in our body. They are there. You want them to be there. You want to fertilize them and you want to nourish them. And to show you how profound this is, I have to speak to the fact that you have more of these bugs than you actually do cells. Mm -hmm. So fertilizing them and understanding how to fertilize them is is very important. So getting back to foundational beauty, our point at hand here. We have our internal biological terrain, which is all the fluidy milieu stuff, okay? That has a lot to do with the food that we eat and understanding that food has a charge, has an energy, feeding that charge, feeding that energy, being conscious about it. Your cells understanding that when we eat food, that food actually makes your blood. And your blood makes your organs okay so your viscera is a part your organs have a lot to do with the cells the blood because you're eating food blood you you, so part of when you eat that food that goes into everything in your body that blood forms cells and those cells form organs so understanding that all this communicates and works together as an or, or, as an orchestra and you can't be a narrowest when it comes to your health. That doesn't lead to foundational beauty. You can't be a narrowest and think that things are disconnected. There's an e, ENT doctor, you know, there's a GI doctor, there's mm-hmm. a this doctor, there's that doctor. I wish it was that easy. It isn't. Everything is interchangeable and works together. We have patterns, we have gates, we have channels, we have, a, you know, a flow system. And in order for that to be beautiful and effervescent and give you the power and grace you need for foundational beauty, you have to tend to it. So here's what I say. It's what you do every day that matters. What you do every day is really what, you know, churns you. So you shouldn't freak out about having birthday cake at you know, a party or having a cocktail once in a while or you know, being bad. Don't think about it like that. Think about it like I am making a choice and not a cheat. There's a big difference. I love that. Yes, you have to because your cells hear you when you're freaking out eating a piece of pizza saying, oh, crap, I shouldn't be doing this. This is not what I should be doing. You, you, your body can handle the pizza. It's the other stuff that it can't handle, okay? It's very hard for your body to endure uh, under stress and under cortisol, uh, you know, under a cortisol surge, all of these things. So, you know, it's so funny how we put food as the, the, you know, main, the main guy. It's not the main guy. The, you know, the main thing that we have to do to maintain our health is we really, really have to get our head in order. And we have to understand That there's more to it than just food. It's how we talk to ourselves. You know, it's, you know, that the sleep is critically, critically important for foundational beauty. Understanding how to get good sleep, understanding how much hydration we need, and that most of us are hydrated, and that's most of us that have problems. It's hydration. And that we have to be Mm -hmm. thinking all the time hydration, 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 you know, sleep, and then understanding things. You know, like blue light and things like that, they're, they're part and parcel because, you know, blue light breaks down collagen. A lot of people don't know that. So you want, to, you want to just be aware of, you know, all these little things. But the bottom line is this. The bottom line is learning how to talk to yourself in a way that elevates you. That is always giving you power. Understanding that sometimes you have to you have to learn how to do alternative stories, and this is how it was taught to me by Dr. Sharon Melnick, who teaches a lot of this. She's amazing uh, about how you can say how you can tell yourself different alternative stories to situations, which are just as true as the one you're telling yourself, which tends to be more destructive to your body. You don't want to do anything that creates destructive patterns in your body. So learn how to, so say if somebody doesn't call you back, instead of saying, oh my gosh, you know they didn't call me back. I knew I shouldn't have said that last time I was with them. Oh my God, I had one too many drinks. That was why. Tell yourself a different story. Get your right. body, command yourself, command your body in a different way. You know, be the damn CEO of your body that your body's begging you to be. Just mm. be it. Be it. So, you know, tell yourself a different story. Well, yeah, they didn't call. They didn't call because they're, they're, they're running behind. They didn't call because, you know, there's a million different reasons. And this, even that is an alternative story. There's a million different reasons why they didn't call. So, <laughs> so, so and it's just that easy. But these are all the things that keep you healthy. And these are all the things that keep you well. These are all the things that give you foundational beauty. And I wish I could just say, eat this, eat this, and eat this. That's how you do it. Bone broth is my everyday. And I mentioned before that, you know, you have to put something in your diet every day. For me, it's wellness broth. It's wellness broth. And to me, having broth every single day makes so much sense. They use broth over history. They would bring it to hospitals yes, as yes. Reportedly to open the gut for healing. It opens the channels and opens the gut for healing. So we have this incredible quality uh, of a food that has gelatin in it, which heals and seals the gut. It has glycine in there. You talked you know, earlier about peaceful, calm, and abundant. That's how glycine makes your body feel. It sends it into a place of calmness. It, it sends it into a place of peacefulness. That's what glycine does. So it's got minerals in there, it's got great protein in there. So, it's great for your hair, it's great for your skin, you know, I've used it in fasting. It's the best way, if you want to get the results of fasting, and you're thinking, how do I do this? I don't want to fast, bone broth is your answer, which which was my claim to fame, quite honestly, is teaching people that two non-consecutive days a week, if you could fast on bone broth and have a light meal at night, watch and see what happens. It's incredible, I've tested it out on three cities, you know, it's amazing. So all of these things are all part of uh, of foundational beauty. But if you were to put one thing in your diet every day, which is, you know, there's so many cool things, Doc, I could be talking about. You know this. I, you know, Mm -hmm. European medicine. There's a million things I could be talking about. I choose to talk about bone broth because it's part of my wellness everyday beat and I know what you do every day makes the difference, not the one-off slices of cake. It's not the trip to the, you know, pizza shop with your kids and saying, oh, God, I ate pizza with them today. I shouldn't have. It's not that stuff. It's what you do every day. And so my every day is and has been for a long, long time bone broth.
0: Wow, such wow, pearls such of wisdom. Impressive. Thank you so, much. Thank you so I, much. I mean, there's so I many things so that you said today. Said I'm, like, I'm like, oh, that's so good, that's so good. <laughs> uh, and I, I love that you put your personal experience in there because, you know, sometimes, you know, with celebrities, people look up to them and they go, well, I can't do that. You know? And it's so when when you become real and, uh, you know, I had my own dark night of the soul myself years ago, so I totally empathize. Uh, this is even so... You know, awesome, and you really, you know, encapsulated uh, so many different things. And the most important is really getting to know ourselves, and know our bodies, and love and respect our bodies. And you know, I love this line. You know, be the CEO of your body. It's ready for you to be. I'm like, oh, I love that. That is so good. I'll probably make a meme and put your name on there. <laughs> Doctor Kelly when You can put that on our little thing when you when you put this uh, this show out, and then you can
1: say that you know that's the show.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. Well, for folks that uh, that don't already know, uh, you can find Dr. Kellyanne at drkellyanne.com. It's d r k e l l y a n n dot com, all one word. Uh, check out what she has. The books are fantastic, and I just love following your journey. You know, Dr. Kellyanne. Just it's it's just you know so. Um,
1: well, it's I'm so,
0: not for me, so for sure. I'm certainly no. not. <laughs> no, neither of us are. <laughs> no, not at all. Oh great! Um, thank you so much, Dr. Kellyanne, for for being on the show today. Um, you know, bless you and all you do, and uh, yeah, let's stay let's stay connected. Um, thank you for being the light in the world. The honor is all mine. Thank you so much. And thanks everyone for listening in. Until next time, lots of love, everyone